1: Me, big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all the Southie, the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always up the clothes of Jimmy. Page, you am your wanna wanna be Jimmy's stuff, new celebrities. We take you out.
2: Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment We've got a very fun show for you guys today um, Before I introduce anybody and say anything, let me just Actually, let me just introduce Ron real quick So we have our cool outrageous man about town co-host Ron Russell Hey everybody And, and our mascot
3: Astro Astro <laughs> My little baby boy and My
2: baby boy Astro, where that's you, so where cute Where are you
3: going Astro? Go on your pillow Come on, up here honey
2: So anyway, just in case, you guys, we got two great actresses coming on. Um, They're not household names yet, but they will be. They're phenomenal. Robin Cruz and Jacqueline Murphy. Great um, talent. They're really, really big talents. Um, And just like everybody knows, if you see me get up and move. Uh, So unfortunately, I have kidney stones and I'm going to the emergency room as soon as this show is over. Um, But I'm in a lot of pain and also it makes nausea. And so I have been vomiting a lot. And so in case I have to, like, vomit, I will get up and leave. Um, But I'll be back.
3: And Jimmy's being impossible about this. I said, lay on the center island. I'll gladly get a knife, cut you open, take the stones out, (laughs) and then get a needle and thread and sew you up. I mean, what's the big deal?
2: There you go. Anyway
3: dr ron so
2: it's terrible and uh but <laughs> i
3: feel so bad he's in such pain
2: but we want to like have a, i didn't want to change the show because the guests are so good and when everybody's been advertising it and it's going to be a lot of fun so we want to thank everybody who's here and thank everybody and sh- showing up in the chat room hopefully you can see us now in the chat room um because we're on now and
3: why well, we weren't seen before
2: uh, i don't know they said that they they said that we're running behind but they don't see it so uh they were live on facebook for a few hey uh uh, so. Are we visible? oh uh, no. They, yeah. She says we look up. I look upbeat, so now they can see us. Okay, yes, we're visible now.
3: You See my parrots on oh, my shirt. These are parrots, not bloodstains. Look <laughs> <laughs> like bloodstains from the camera. You gotta like love it. So anyway, uh, what are you going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the craziness of the planet today. Uh, The lingo, the language that they're changing, I'm really upset about this. Uh, No one knows how to read script because script is passe. And if a girl wears nylon stockings or hose, she's considered an old lady because only old ladies wear hose. Nothing made a leg look better than a pair of stockings. I know that when I worked as a female impersonator as Jane Russell. I know what black fishnet stockings did for my legs man's legs you know i had i was working as an actor so i had to portray a part and um i know what stockings do for a woman's leg they make them shiny and sexy and beautiful and in some cases they hold a woman's leg together if she has a little bit of chicken skin if she's a lady over 50
2: what chicken skin is like fat
3: no chicken skin is what you get when you get old when your skin loosens up and it gets like
2: wobbly like
3: like cray paper got it anyway There are so many things that we're doing today that is incorrect. Um, the, 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 The way people behave with each other, no one has patience anymore. Everyone loses their temper so quickly and becomes violent. Years ago, we had courtesy and consideration of others. And if somebody said something we didn't like, we got them on the side privately and said, listen, I don't think I liked what you said. Could you refrain that? And they did. But today you just get violent and throw things at people or just say terrible things. I'm going to kill you or beat you or hit you or whatever the hell they say. I mean, look at that congressman who was someplace and the guy came up on the stage and was going to kill her and dragged him off. We never had that years ago. Years ago, you were able to speak of, of your religion or your nationality or your re- political belief. And nobody said anything. If you didn't like it, you walked away. It said, ah, screw you. You're full of shit, and you walked away. To yourself, of course. <laughs> right. Today, the violence is outrageous. New York City, that young teenage boy that beat up the police officer, and he got out on bail, and he has a criminal record a mile long of arrests. So we have got to stop this insanity. We have got to bring back Lauren order we've got to let the police do their job and we have to let the judges put these people away so that they have fear of jail sentences and they won't behave as they do but right now it's like everybody's gone crazy the world isn't not the world but our country is insane other countries don't have this nonsense i mean you go to certain countries they'll put you up against the wall and shoot you down of course we don't want that but there are countries where they just will not permit any of this sort of nonsense happening. So that's what I'm a little crappy and annoyed about today. Um, I try not to watch the news because it upsets me. Now, the interest rates are going to go up. So if you go to buy a house for 1200000 million, you're going to pay <laughs> a fortune of money in interest. So what's going to happen? People are not going to buy that house. They're going to say, oh, no, I can't afford it. So the homes will go down in price. So they say, okay, the 1.2 is now 950, which is still a lot of money if you add on a high interest rate. So I don't see anything in the near future is happening wonderful. I see since the new administration has come into power, our country has really gone someplace else, a place I've never been or understood. I came from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and 80s when things were so different. Uh, The airlines just reported they've never had a month like they had last month as far as making fortunes of money. Sure, they're charging $1,200 round trip from LAX to to New York. And it used to be you could get a ticket for $235 round trip. So everything is going up, 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 up. And we, the consumer, have to pay for it. And that's what upsets me. Um, There doesn't seem to be a silver lining at the end of this rainbow anymore, and I think we have to change that. And I think we really have to behave and treat our fellow man with respect, no matter who he is or what he looks like or what he believes in or what sexuality he is or she is. In the meantime,
2: I don't know what this shit keeps popping up here. Uh, In the meantime, um, uh, let's say hi to everybody. Hi, hi everybody! So chat room starting to fill up. What's up? Hub Reynolds is in the chat room. B Claudia from Germany is in the chat room. Teresa Saben, Cindy Lady Lake. Thanks for putting
3: out all the promos. Uh, I just wanted to say something to conclude my little speech. Okay. Everybody, please voice your opinions. Let the government know you're not happy with what is being done to you. Government is here to protect and make us happy. They're not here to let us be beaten up or attacked or robbed, and they're not here to make us unhappy. So remember that. You want a happy government, and you make sure that you have one. There you go. So there you go. Um, okay, so we had. <laughs> well, you gave me a green cup. Mine is orange.
2: Oh, well, I didn't get a cup at all for me. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't deal with. You. I can barely like walk. I so. don't really
3: care if you can't walk. You gave me a green cup. Your cup, not my orange cup. Oh my! God. I
2: didn't take the orange one from you. I used. Oh different. my
3: God! The orange cup is gone. I'm famous now, Stefan for my has just joined cup. us too. Hi, What's Step up, arm. Stefan um i'm famous for my orange cup now I have it's okay a green
2: cup well just for today i'm sorry i didn't do it on purpose oh
3: that, i'm gonna punch you right in your butt. your stones oh my god i'm like i feel like i'm dying anyway um
2: uh, oh so be claudia you joined in late i have kidney stones i'm going to the emergency room as soon as this show is over because i didn't want to cancel on the show we're gonna have fun with yeah, it all it started um,
3: last night he thought he was pregnant and i said how could you be pregnant you're too old
2: yeah. So in the meantime, uh you guys you can hear the Jimmy Star show every week. I wanna thank it we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Um uh, we're on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. We're on a bunch of other platforms, but those are the ones that uh those are the ones that everybody like knows. Um are uh, all over. That's right. And we went to a party this weekend. You want to tell him about that since our guest is coming from that party?
3: Tell him about that party. (laughs) Oh, and my friend, uh, Janae Montague King, who is the founder and the CEO of GMK Cosmetics and facial stuff that I use. And he's been a buddy of mine for like 25 years. And he's kind of a little bit out there as far as things that he does. So when he has a party at his beautiful home up on the top of a mountain with a swimming pool and a view of the world, and it's a stunning house, you you kind of go there apprehensively saying, I, I wonder what he's going to be doing with this party. In one party we went, everybody was dressed like Carmen Miranda with bananas on their head. That just gives you a slight idea of his theme parties. This one was where he portrays Liz Lauren, who is his female uh, impersonation, and they were doing pickups for the movie that he just finished producing about his life story, the um, the the Maybelline the, Prince. the Maybelline yeah I keep getting forgetting that the Maybelline Prince. I read the book; it was a, a wonderful book, and the movie came out okay. What's wonderful about the movie is the guest that we're having later. When I tell you about her, she's phenomenal. But anyway, the party was exciting. He had two go-go boys there in G-strings. One go-go boy had a G-string that I don't know what he put in there, maybe a watermelon, but it was (laughs) kind of large. And he was wiggling all over the place. And then there were just assorted bunch of fruits and nuts and interesting people. And it was a lovely party. So they grabbed me when they're doing the pickup. And they threw me into the scene. And I said, no, no, I don't do this. I'm not an extra. I haven't been an extra since I was 18. And they said, oh, for Janae, you have to. So I was an extra. So I put on Facebook, please, everybody, do not hire me as an extra. I will not work as an extra. But I got a kick out of doing the scene. Uh, it was just a nice party. What do you think, Jim?
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and the people from uh, his movie were fun, and it was also a birthday party for your family. Oh, Willie,
3: our buddy Willie, who is an Australian, uh, not a, he's a New Zealand, a very fam- famous model. <clears throat> when he modeled in America, he was the guy that used to shave on the Gillette shaving cream commercial. He's done quite a lot of commercials. Anyway, Willie is quite famous in New Zealand and in uh, Australia. And it was his 50th birthday, and he still looks wonderful at 50, just as handsome and as well-built as when he was 20. So seeing Willie again was a a treat for me. I had a wonderful time.
2: And now this weekend, you guys, we have the red carpet uh, release showing of Clown Motel 2 because it's going to be available in North America uh, Saturday.
3: Right. Right.
2: So we're going with that with everybody. It should be a lot of fun. Right. And Ron plays
3: General Milan. General Milan. Let's go out and kill those killer clowns. Yeah. So that it's a fun movie. I've seen it already. Didn't we see it?
2: Yeah, we saw it, but I think they edited they it. Now did, and something did some edits, So we'll see. It'll be different this, this time. Is,
3: this is the final edit. So it'll be fun watching it. Yeah. Um, and then what else, what else do we have? We have another party to go to, which Sue Wong is throwing in Malibu. That's Yeah, that's the week before. For these, like, crazy people. They're mystics or whatever they are. <laughs> they bang on drums. One said that talks to people 3,000 miles away with telepathy and violins with rocks in them from Emperor uh, of oh, Rome. Oh,
2: we're going to a party with Marcel next weekend.
3: Next week, we're going to a party with myself. Yeah, an 80s party at the studio. Oh, I, right. I mean, so many- we have
2: lots of fun stuff going
3: on. Yeah, but the other one with the mystics is going to be interesting and fun. I love all that stuff. You know, I believe in all that hereafter crap.
2: Hey, Hub, Hub says we have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Hubby,
3: how you doing? Meeting nice girls yet?
2: Yeah? Oh, uh, B, B wants to know about the different charities you support, which you don't have much time. For, I don't support will on. any
3: charity but AIDS the Elizabeth Taylor F- Foundation for AIDS research I have worked I used to, I'm the founder of Have a Heart and we raised tons of money for AIDS years ago through drag shows and I left that to work for Elizabeth Taylor or with Elizabeth Taylor at amfar and I told Liz that I will never never not ever um give money to any other organization, but to fight AIDS, AIDS in this country. Now we've got it sort of a little bit under control, but in the African countries, they're still dying right and left. So many children and people are just dying from this dreadful disease. We have not conquered it. We have not gotten rid of it, nor do we have a vaccine for it. So B, it's just AIDS that I care about right now because it's killing children and It's sad. It's been 52 years that this virus has been killing people. I think it's time that we stop it. Let's not buy another missile. Let's not give billions of dollars to foreign countries, okay, America? Let's put it into research to keep the American people safe and healthy.
2: Good for you, Ron. Hub Reynolds, what's up,
3: Hub? I hope everything is going well. I love seeing
2: all your posts. I know you got new music you're working on and your movie you're working on. So we look forward
3: to all of that hub. You get laid often. (laughs) I mean, you don't have a girlfriend and you're such a hot looking guy. The chicks must throw themselves at you. Tell me if you go into like one of those shit kicking clubs where you live in Georgia, do all those broads jump all over you? Tell me. What do you write?
2: He writes, Teresa's just laughing and, uh, no, well, he's
3: cute. Hub, Hub is cute. He's a sexy guy. I mean, I could see the broads jumping on him.
2: D. Claudia, B. Claudia says she donates to AIDS in Germany. And, Good for you, B. And uh, Teresa says too much information, Ron, <laughs> about ne- Hub. Never,
3: never <laughs> Teresa. I'm going to ask him how big is Wang he wrote his wrote over. He's wrote, oh, my God, over two years, no loving. Oh, come on. I mean, you, you've been making it with, what's her name, Bertha and her five sisters? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, you know? Five
2: brothers. And five sisters. Oh,
3: sis- oh, yeah, sisters for her. <laughs> yeah, for hub. Hub is not going to, you- for you, it's brothers. For him, it's sisters. you faggot.
2: That's hilarious. But
3: anyway, we don't use those words anymore. We're not allowed. Isn't that stupid? That word is such a funny word. I mean, words mean nothing. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. That's what we said as kids. And I do up donates
2: for dogs for our brave, which is yeah dog end. I mean we love we yeah, love dogs yeah
3: I, we love dogs, we rescue them, but I work for, for years, I worked for free for AIDS. I brought on so many celebrities into our shows, I mean our shows were fabulous, we toured all over the United States uh one show I mean we made over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a couple of months uh with just one show in particular that we had a fabulous cast of impersonators um that's is like 40 years or 30 years ago when I was younger and I could do it. But, you know, it's just ridiculous how no one mentioned the word AIDS. Ronald Reagan refused to know that it was killing people because it was primarily, as they thought, a gay disease, which it is not. And um, Elizabeth Taylor, when Rock Hudson got sick, was the first one to come forward and make it public. So to me, Elizabeth Taylor is my hero. I mean, I know I, I knew her. She's not the brightest bulb on Broadway. A little weird, but nice, you know. But I, I did promise I would work for her forever. And I promised her, I said, I will always give whatever monies we get to AIDS. Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research.
2: Yay. All right, everybody. Now we're going to bring on our first guest. Let's make sure we can hear it. Hear her. And once we bring it in, I'll make a little introduction. Hello.
4: Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes,
2: we can, we hear, can you. hear you. All right, cool. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous. Actually, she's an actress. She's a mental health advocate. She does all kinds of wonderful things. Her name is Robin Cruz. Hello and welcome to the show.
4: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. I'm, I'm so excited about today because you guys are just such fun people. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Bring so you already... On.
2: You know, my cool, outrageous man about
3: town co-host, Ron Russell.
4: Yes, I, I do. Ron you. is outrageously lovely.
3: I think you're wonderful. Oh, I mean, no, you. really and truly. When I met you at the uh, off, off off after the screening of the movie, the Maybelline, Ma- Prince. Maybelline Prince, I looked at you and I said, no, this is not the same girl. That was an old lady. That was in that film. She spoke and behaved and looked old like an old lady. Here you are, a very beautiful young girl. And, I mean, you, isn't
4: that what acting is?
3: Yes, but you, but it was without, without, whatever they did to you, they did it beautifully. You didn't look like you were rubber. And you said to me, "No, that was me." Your performance in that mu- movie on, wait, was, wait, was beyond going. the movie. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know Danae for twenty four years. You know, Danae, you're a little crazy. But you are just.
4: Oh, we all? Are we
3: all? Yeah, are we all? I mean, uh, yes, we are. Me, the number one. But um, you just walked away with that movie.
2: Absolutely. Ooh. So real quick.
3: Oh, no, you did. You walked away with it. I only saw you the whole time at the film. We're gonna- I was so enthralled with what you were doing, how you spoke, how you acted. You were so nonchalant. You were so convincing. You were so the part. Um, it was wonderful. That's no, why really I want you. That's creator. why I want you in one of my movies, and I want to work with you desperately.
4: Well, Absolutely.
3: Oh yeah. Well, so we we'll, You know, we make, make that I am,
4: happen, Jimmy.
3: Uh, actually, Ron's going to help no, no, make it happen. But no, I'm I can't, on I, can't talk, I can't. I can't talk. We can't talk about it. On I can't live. talk about it because Paul Savino has passed away.
4: I know. I noticed that. I'm so sorry. I saw. Yeah, that the other and he day. was.
3: Supp- he was supposed to.
4: Love.
3: He was supposed to play the mafia king in my movie. And for some reason, he didn't particularly care to work with his children or his daughter. So his daughter was not asked into the film. But now the producers are saying, since Paul is not going to be in the film, perhaps they're going to ask uh, Mira uh, Servino to play the part. And I said to Jimmy, I would much prefer you, Robin, to play that part, because I think it it would have a better uh, feeling to it and of course they need name to get money which is the rotten part of our business but i'm in there for you and if well, if, you, if, if in, no if in any way mira is 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 not going to cooperate or unavailable you're it definitely I you're, you're it, it. are well, take I, it
4: for a second
2: Yes.
3: No, because, so, wait, 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 I, wait. I know that you could do wonders with, you know, you're playing a, an Italian girl from uh, New York city in 1943, who's pregnant and who has a very wild mother. Who's Lainey Kazan, who is a bookie. So it's a wonderful part for you because the dialogue and the storyline is really a funny, it's, it's hilarious. That's what Paul Cervino's wife said. She said that he read my script and he thought it was was a wonderful script and hilariously funny. And I'm he's so sorry. He's a
4: brilliant actor, you know. He's a, such a brilliant actor. And I'm, and I'm sorry mm. for the community's loss and his family's loss. He, well,
3: we, a, we, we know him. We know, he, he was on our show years ago. And we had seen him at a convention center a couple of times. And Paul was a regular guy. Just a nice fellow.
2: So hold on. We have a chat room full of people. Yes. So say hi to everybody in the chat room.
4: Hi, everybody in the chat room. They're all talking how,
2: how beautiful you are and all these like other things. And so it works out really person. good. And in if per- you see her in person, you guys would not even believe how fabulous she no, is. No, she has an
3: angel face. You know what they say, angel <laughs> face? Some people have like Jane Russell had a tough tomato face. Ava Gardner had a gorgeous face. Well, this one has an angel face.
2: So tell everybody, where are you actually from?
4: Originally, I'm from Australia grew up in uh, grew up in Australia Sydney Australia actually
3: yeah and then
4: I yeah in Australia and then I uh, traveled and lived in many countries for many years and one of them was London and I that's where I kind of did a lot of my studies and then I did my master's degree for uh, drama in uh, the Royal Conservatory of Scotland so over in Glasgow Scotland
3: oh there you go that's why you're good at accents.
4: i mean it's part of the job isn't it i love it. it, it, it i love everything about it
3: i find the dialogue which we don't have in movies today unfortunately it's all kicking and punching and and shooting you know it's action film years ago in my day it was dialogue dialogue made a film happen Betty Davis was renowned as the greatest actress in the world simply because she loved dialogue and she knew how to deliver dialogue with different accents and and you could tell what regions of the world she or country she was from by her accents and that's what I loved about you in the uh, Maybelline Prince your accent was just I don't know what it was, but it was bewitching.
4: Oh, thank you. It was transatlantic, actually. Transatlantic accent, kind of like this. Darling, darling, <laughs> it's really very easy to do. It just it makes me look it, it, very it, different, doesn't
3: it it? it? it just got my attention, and I, lo- I kept telling Jimmy while the film was on, oh, my God, she's fabulous.
2: Actually, look, we thought you were going to be an old lady for real, though. Yeah, when I
3: saw you. <laughs> You're a babe, you're a young girl. I thought this beautiful young girl played that role. No one recognized
4: lady. me. No one recognized me, which is kind of cool in a way, right? Yeah, definitely. You, you do this character and then no one actually recognizes you from the screen. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think I've done a job, a, a good job if that was the case.
3: Yeah, but Robin, you didn't have a rubber face on. You weren't built up with, with grotesque makeup to look old. Whatever they did, it was your performance that convinced us you were older. It wasn't, you didn't need the costume or the makeup. It was you. That's what I was so impressed by. And that's why I told Jimmy, this girl is an actor. This girl has it. This girl should only get to be a famous actress and give to the world what she can. Because you, you do it. You know, anybody could put on a costume and a rubber face and be a hundred or 50 or 80. Anybody, I don't care who you are, but to do it like you did it with minimal makeup and just wigs and and the way you perform was brilliant. Wow. Yeah, hey, I'm not, I don't blow smoke and I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. My fans know that. I tell the truth. If I thought you were crap, I wouldn't even have you here.
4: <laughs> no, I, really mean, I do believe that. I do believe that, Ron, you would not have me. You know, people, you know how
3: many people, know how many? if you knew how many people ask me to be on this show, you would have no idea. I can't even tell you. Every place I go, they say, when am I going to be on your show? And I say to myself, never. You know, what if what if you got to offer? I'm not gonna put on. What am I gonna put on? Housewives. Yeah. So
2: here's something I didn't know about you, though. And and uh, and I apologize. I'm a little slow on the update. I woke up with a kidney stone. I'm actually got to oh, go no. take get taken care of as soon as this is over. Uh, oh, but I didn't want to.
4: Sorry. Uh.
2: So if I so just in case I get up and I have to go into the other room, just so you know, it's no not lie. anything that you you're, did. Yeah. Um, but I didn't actually. He's re- up. I didn't actually. Vomiting yeah. I've been vomiting a lot, but uh, I didn't know. So when we saw Maybelline Prince, I didn't know that you, you, you actually have been acting for a very long time. You took a break in the middle someplace, but I looked up like there's a TV series, I guess it was in Australia then called big sky mm-hmm. and you're on 53 episodes of it. So it's not yeah. a, a little deal. Um, you were also on home and away, another TV series uh, country life is a movie with Sam Neill and Greta S- S- Satchi. I don't know how you pronounce your name, yeah, but, but you've Sachi. actually done some really cool things. And so it, it looked like through your, your uh, through your time frame that you took some time off in the middle of it all, and now you're coming back, and 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 Maybelline mm-hmm. Prince was kind of like the first big bigger thing that you you came back to.
4: Mm-hmm, that's correct. Yeah, I um I had always wanted to be an actor. I feel like I just kind of jumped out of my mom's womb, knowing that I was going to be an actor. You know, and my whole life and mindset was committed to it um I'll, just, I'll keep it very real here you know I was very lucky um I got um as soon as I finished school I had somebody who wanted to I did a performing arts school as well uh when I was before my master's degree as soon as I finished that I'd been set up to do a, a theater production um great little Australian film uh I mean sorry uh theater um sorry play called A Spring Song and I was very lucky because on that last night I had a London-based director, Michael Blakemore, come and see me and ask me to audition for his film. I got really very lucky. From then on, I was kind of working um, consistently until the age of 25, but um, in all honesty, um, I had had an eating disorder. Um, and I had had some, um, some trauma that had happened in my life, and I had an eating disorder, and I lived with it from 11 years old, actually. And the time I came to, as soon as that show was finished, Big Sky, I came to uh, Los Angeles uh, with my agency because back in that time, you had to come over for the pilot season. There was no such thing as self-tape. You had to be right. here in person. Right. I just finished a show. I came here, and I was getting auditions left, right, and center, and, really big opportunities, but I was so sick. I was so sick. And I just, I, you know, told my agent and manager at the time, I'll be back, I'll be back. And I kind of went off hoping that I'd get some recovery and I ended up over the other side of the world, over in London, and then in Glasgow and I studied, I thought if I could just try harder and be better at my craft, then maybe my inside would feel better as well. That kind of wasn't the case and I came back to L.A., by the age of 29. And I was just like, I, I felt, I, I felt done. I, you know, I, I felt like I had um, with all this experience and everything to look forward to uh, spiritually, I just felt done. So I, uh, I left acting simply because, you know, I was so exhausted for that, the hustle that it took because I hustled really well. I, I, I was very lucky. I was, I'm a big hustler, you know, Um and But I, I couldn't do it. I had to get, kind of get my recovery, and I did that. And then, then all of a sudden, I had kids, and I became an unexpected published author um, about my recovery process and um, eating disorders. And then all of a sudden, I was picked up for a decade, and I became this, like, public speaker. I think I must have done about 500 presentations in about seven years, right?
2: I wrote and that you, I, wrote, you wrote a book, Making Peace with Your Plate.
4: I did, I did. I, I, I wrote a book and it was published and it's gone into its second edition it's like a last printing,
0: year.
4: Yeah. yeah, it went into its second printing and um, it's it's been marvellous, but I kind of stumbled upon this career, like that other career, and it wasn't really something I grew up wanting to do, but it, it filled me in another way. But then, you know, when I kind of hit four, 40 and I found myself in Colorado of all places, I love Colorado, but it's not my my place, right? um it's cold I want to pee a lot because it's so cold it's I, I just I don't like it very much and so I found myself there and I'm like what the hell am I doing like I'm I missed my people in LA I missed acting with all my heart and I was just like you know what it's not too late go back and I I only when I came back I actually I traveled the country for a year in a bus, but that's a whole different story. Advocating for mental health, and when I came back here, I thought I'll oh, just kind of dabble. I'll just quietly go back and I'll go to backstage and try things. And then all of a sudden, I was getting all these jobs. I had like, I think I had four or five jobs before Maybelline Prince in like succession, like just good like that. For
2: you, that's terrific. Yeah, that's just was, that's a, a, a testament to your true talent. Though. Well,
4: good good gets
3: everything. Lousy no. doesn't. Now you have, well, kids, wait, wait, you have kids you said?
4: I do. I have two. I have two uh teens actually, she, two young teens, yeah.
3: You know, that's another thing I have to tell our viewing audience. She does not, you know, I assumed that she was 24, 25, 26. <laughs> I had no idea how old she was and when she told me how old she was, I really freaked out twice. I mean, on the screen <laughs> one thing and in person, I mean, this woman is like like a, like a mystery lady. <laughs> I, I mean, don't, I my, mean I, no, mysterious, I, I, because you look one way, you can be another way on screen. And you're actually another opposite of what we think. You know? No, no I mean, really, that, <laughs> you, do, you, you do not look your age. And I'm not being flirtatious or cute ass or sweet or bullshitty. I swear to God, you do not look your age. Well, thank you so
4: much. I do feel it. I do feel it. But I think that that's my advantage, actually, to be honest with you.
3: if When you do my movie, which I want, you're playing a woman about 30 or 32 years old. And I'm going to have to tell makeup, make a look 32, please. No, make a look 25 because it does it doesn't work with you know the ages of, of all the other actors so I'm worried about that that you're gonna to look too young isn't that sad oh, I, I, just, I swear I to God just I'm did
0: not... a show
4: where I was playing a 70 year old woman I don't think I'm gonna to look too young for a 32 year old woman no but, but I it's... love that I love I love how you see me and I'm gonna take that Ron and I'm gonna see me as Ron Russell sees me ago no. Me.
3: But let As me Let me tell you something. Not to bush- brag about myself because I don't go for that crap. But I never looked my age. I, when I was young, I could play from 25 to 40, and that was wonderful because it gave me that whole you know some people cannot play anything older than what they look like they're stuck with it but i'm like you and you're like me we don't look i mean i'm 82 years old i certainly don't look it, feel it or act it so i can play now i'm playing a 70 year old in my movie no a 65 year old i believe they're going to make my hair dark uh it's, it's great to have that age range because you could be cast in anything. And I know Jimmy wants to cast you in a couple of his movies, and they're not $2 movies. Jimmy's movies are all feature films. are up in the millions. I mean, they're, they're big movies. So that should be a good uh, advantage.
4: I, just, I appreciate any work. I oh, no, 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 no. We want to push <laughs> you.
3: We want to push you. I mean, when I see talent like yours, there's only another person on, on the planet that is as talented and as wonderful as you. And that is my sweetheart. What's her name? <laughs> I don't from, know. from 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 I, my mind goes every now and then. I, I know right, her name. Mine. My darling, English girl from uh, Downton Abbey.
2: Oh, he loves Michelle Dockery. Michelle Dockery from yeah. Down- Downton Abbey is you know like his favorite. Is? You know like who she like is? I love
4: Downton Abbey. Yeah, is she plays well, a- Lady
3: Mary. She's Lady yeah. Mary. Yeah, Beautiful. I I follow her career because sounds I like heard. you like
4: a little bit of the Antipodean, the English, the Brits, yeah. or the Australian. Oh, I know no, she actors that speak like that, don't
3: you? No, she's like <laughs> you. She, you, and she are exactly the same. Actor, she did a series here in America where she played a kleptomaniac prostitute, drug addict murderer, with an in- an American accent. She was absolutely was like the greatest, brilliant. It was so good. I mean, she what she. Can, she uh, i, I, I not it
2: up. I'll look it up.
3: Keep it's one. It was one. You did, didn't come back a second season. No, it did. It had two two seasons. And it's a shame because it was one of Michelle's best works. I have never met her. I am trying so hard to meet her because I, I am a biggest, biggest fan of hers. And I would say that you and she work similar that. Yeah. She, she's like you, she can look 25 and she can look 45 easily. And she's got wonderful diction. Like you do. She enunciates, she speaks well, and she does accents. Um, that's what acting is all about, you know. Mm-hmm. Brad Brad Pitt plays Brad Pitt. George Clooney plays George Clooney. You know Julia Roberts plays Julia Roberts. Oh, it was called.
2: It was called. It was. It was called Good Behavior. Yeah, Good and Behavior.
0: And
3: it was on. T, it was on TNT, and it was so
2: freaking good. Watch it.
3: You'll love it. I'm going to. I need Michelle, a new show to watch. Michelle Doherty is is an. It's probably one of our greatest actresses today that we have. I've seen her in, I've saw her play in a Western as a cow. I mean, she just, she's like you. She could be anything. And that's what acting is all about.
2: Just, uh, B, so what is your website? Cause B Claudia just wrote in the chat room a little while ago that you have a fabulous website. And it's, uh, and oh. know it's true. Robin Cruz storyteller. And she said she just bought your book on audible. Uh, she oh, works, in, she you. works, and she works, she works kind of like in a, in the health, mental health slash industries, and so she said she's going to recommend the book. But she's fabulous. Say hi to B. She's in Germany.
4: <laughs> hi B, thank you so much. Yeah, my website is just uh, robincruz.com. at me. Sorry, Robin Cruz, um, dot com. So it's r o b y n c r u z e dot com. There you go. And it just has my acting, my speaking, and my authoring up there.
3: A lot, a lot of young, because I'm in the business 64 years, you know, I've been banging around this goddamn business forever, either in a dress or out of a dress or is a gangster or a priest. I mean, I played everything. And sometimes young people start him off say, Ron, what's the best advice you can give me? And I said, do not read lines because I detest any actor that I know they're reading their lines on a screen. You have got to become the part. If you are not beat the part, I'm not going to watch you. You have to if you're playing a seventy year old Chinese man, be a seventy year old chinaman don't don't be a seventy year old chinaman with the today's accent right, yeah. <laughs> you know you can't be a Chinese emperor and say, "Forget about it. you know it doesn't work and I told about story. it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I and that, that. That, that, that's what I love about you and Michelle Doherty is you become the parts. You actually let us believe that you are the character that the writer wrote about. And that to me is the, the ultimate actor. Betty Davis was that way. You know, I knew Betty. I, I was good friends with Betty for a long time in her old age. And I always told that to Betty. It's amazing how you just became the character and left being Betty Davis. And she was able to. And then she would say to me, yeah, she said, that's the only way to act. Become the part, become the part, or you're just like everybody else. I kind
4: of find acting like this, um, God, this might sound a bit hoity-toity, but I, I find acting like a spiritual experience. It's like, you know, you can't half commit to your, intentions as the actor plays right. the character and so I kind of imagine myself like preparing the character preparing her intentions because you know she has a reason why she's there and she's saying what she's saying right and That's, so getting into what intention and uh, intention of what the character really wants from the other characters that she's playing with or playing off of and so I kind of take this this um endeavor every time i go on stage or um in front of the cameras i i, I imagine myself kind of free-falling like letting go and free-falling and then just oh. allowing myself to fail as well because that brings like such a a big um it allows like the magic to happen when you allow yourself to fail right because you, you're oh, there playing ma- and you're just being is, present
3: there is magic when I, yeah. when I go before the camera, I go into a coma. No, I'm not lying. I go into some sort of another world where I'm, I don't even know the cameras are there. I have no idea what's going on around me. I'm totally oblivious to it because I have learned over the years to become the character. And Jimmy has said that, you know, I could be anybody I want right now. I could switch on into anything. And I tell people As much effort as you put into remembering your lines, put it into learning about your character. Research that character. Find out, like I tell these kids, pick your nose. Because maybe your character has a snot hanging and it's tickling. So pick your nose. Learn. A character is not a person who sits still with their arms at their side and speaks like this. Well, now I'm going out to cut the flowers. What they like do a, in all the little what, shitty indie what, films you, we go what, see. Would you like a rose? I'm going out now to cut a rose. What the fuck is that all about? That's not acting. Because I wouldn't do that. I would say, gee... You know, wait a minute. I gotta go outside now. I gotta cut some roses because tonight, you know what I mean? Make embellish it, make it happen. I'm not teaching you, I'm teaching the people that are watching, by the way. I I know you I know you know all of this, but I have a tremendous following of young actors and actresses that watch our show just to learn and to hear what we have to say and to learn from you because they want to hear what you have to say also to help them.
2: So do you have a hard time remembering lines? I do.
3: Well,
4: um, you know, I no. Yes, I do. Um, I have. I don't have a hard time remembering them. More so than I have a fear of not being able to learn them, if that makes sense. And so, what I've done, and I, I, I'm like you, Ron. That I. I you know, I do believe that the writing is purely a way to serve the the character's intention, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. so I will learn the lines by rote, meaning I learn them with no intention first like, at all. And I will do that. And, you know, people are different, but I like to get them in my body. So I will go for walks. We have a great kind of walk up here that I could do for about an hour, and I will go and I will walk and I'll just learn the lines with no intention or anything. I'll just embody them. And then when I learn the lines, that that offers me a freedom. I don't have to think about the lines because I know them, right? And that's then when I go, okay, well, what is this character literally doing? What are they actually really doing without me, the actor, trying to – put my thought in it. What is the writer's intention, right? What are they literally doing in that scene? And then on there, okay, what is my objective as a character and how do I, how do, I do that, you know, with all my character's blemishes in mind? Like, what is my character? What would Evelyn Williams from Maybelline Prince be like? She's very different to Robin Cruz. I am not Evelyn, but but I can, but I know how to get some of her, if she wants something from a scene, if she's trying to get somebody to understand her need, I know, as Robin Cruz, what it means to understand my need, right? So I can do it that way. But anyway, I, I, w- I,
3: I- want to say something. We all, I, I've spoken to Janae, and I'm waiting for permission and a clip from his movie, because we'll probably have him on and some of the cast once you, it comes out you of course and and when it comes out i want everybody to see her performance as um the maybelline uh, heiress uh the film is very good who murdered her because i firmly believe she was murdered and i tease dene all the time and i say you did it you put the kitchen on fire and he goes crazy he says don't I say bet you
4: he does i bet you he does
3: I swear to God. But I should tell everybody too. So, Danae wrote a book called The Maybelline
2: which Prince. Which is wonderful. And this is the actual movie based mm-hmm. on the book, which we've seen the, sc- the first screening, but it
3: uh, is book, not listen, available yet. I wish this film mm-hmm. had $10 million. It's lacking money. Money makes a film far better. But the book, you know, he put me on the cover, the back cover of his book, Ron Russell says, and I wrote, and I did quote it correctly. It's a wonderful book and it's a very interesting story. Somehow, the, the Maybelline Maybelline Cosmetics, if you remember folks were eyebrow pencils and eye makeup, Maybelline, she uh, died in the fire in her home. And we we believe it was somebody set the house on fire to kill her. Anyway, it's a wonderful story. The movie is interesting. Um, we'll do promos for it when yeah, it comes when, out. Yeah, when we do promo, you're going to enjoy what, but I want you to see Robin's performance. Because I know I'm talking about it. You're saying, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know what she did. What does she do? You know, what does she do? So I, I actually I want... do
4: have a little clip on okay. my um, website we... that I was allowed to use um, by the well, director, shoot. Seth Harden. So shoot there it. Is a... Wait, wait.
2: Shoot it to us now. No, we can't. We can't wait. do that? No, you can't do it that way. That's okay. That's you guys right. go to go to r o b y n c r u z e R-O-B-Y-N-C-R-U-Z-E.com, and then you can click on it. Um, and yeah, you can see all it the
4: actors and you'll see Maybelline Prince up there and you'll you'll see that I look very different than I do now. And yes. she
2: speaks. To, I mean,
3: she's wonderful. I can't get She over also
2: it. has also in the film. You guys is Grayson Chance, who's a huge pop star. And Jamie Bernadette, who was on the show two weeks ago, has a supporting role in it. Yeah. Um, And you guys will really like the story. I think it's a lot of fun. The acting is good. There's a lot of uh, new actors in it that have never really done a whole lot before, but they're all really talented.
3: But again, if it was a $10 million movie, it would have been a far better movie. You know, when you're a budget film, you you tighten up on certain things you shouldn't. Uh, I only wish that they would reshoot it with you in it, of course, with a very big budget. I think it it could be a, a series, you know. Janae was thinking yes. that maybe Netflix would be interested in it.
4: We should do like a, I think we should do a series because I would love to play Evelyn Williams again. That woman, can I just tell you something about that woman that really inspired me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So Evelyn Williams was, you know, and for all of you who, who don't know this story, she's a, the heiress of Maybelline Cosmetics and she really inspired the founder to um move forward with making Maybelline bigger than it is and that she's kind of responsible. She's the muse behind um, how Maybelline became a household name. And Evelyn loved to look glamorous. She loved to be beautiful. And, and that's actually how she met um, Danae, was actually in a wig store, but I won't go into that story. But anyway, um, she Evelyn didn't hide her age but she wanted to look the best that she could. And she, she really believed that the narrative about age and ageism was purely um, a cultural um, disservice to women. She really thought that you it didn't matter how old you were, that you, you go and you grab life and you do whatever you can because ageism is just a... a A shitty construct if you will and um I really when I started uh working on the character it actually I felt like Evelyn was inspiring me from the grave because I had just I'd hit my 40s and I was I was thinking like what are you doing trying to go back to acting now like you're you what are you doing and And as I read the scenes of Evelyn and she talked about aging and ageism, I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. You know, this is what I'm doing. F you culture, you know, the ageist kind of thing. This is what I'm doing, right? And so I just, I don't know, I love her and I I would love the opportunity to play her again.
2: Ron loves that too.
3: Well, yeah, but they killed her off so they'd have to rewrite that. Because she does die. If it
2: was a TV series, it would be a whole different thing anyway.
3: Listen, I'd like to introduce you to Marcel Waltz. Marcel Waltz is the uh, uh, director, producer of Blind, which is the number one movie in my eyes of these horror crappy movies. His is really Cadillac and Rolls Royce Supreme. And Sarah French is his biggest star. And Marcel does wonderful, wonderful movies so maybe uh after the show we'll tell you we'd like to invite you to a thing we're going to that marcel is throwing and i want marcel to meet you i think he's going to like you a lot and put you in a movie of his uh, i mean
4: any chance to attend a party with you guys is, is no really marcel so is
3: marcel's from germany and his work is brilliant he's brilliant he's the best around i mean i i i hate you know i have so many friends that are directors and I offend them by saying one is better than the other. But Marcel, to me, is just it. You know, you got the cream rises to the top. Rises to the top with me. I, I, I can't deal with bullshit. So I want you to meet Marcel definitely.
4: Well, thank you. I would love to.
3: Yep, Jimmy, you'll we'll talk to. You I'd after. love
4: to meet you, Marcel. <laughs> yes, I'll ask him if we can
3: bring a guest. Uh... Oh, Blind, have you ever seen Blind?
4: I have not, but I'll make sure I see it before. Oh, I meet please!
3: It, to me, it's the best part. <laughs> It's a Hitchcockian type. It's wonderful. I watch be- it with
4: my daughter because she loves horror films. And it's it's a,
3: it's, oh. it's scary, and
2: it's a very low budget, but it does Great. not look. It's it. not
3: a horror movie with blood and guts and shit like that. It's just a scary movie. A beautiful girl, Sarah French, who's magnificently gorgeous, goes to have her eyes done. You know, the the lenses without wearing contact or con- whatever oh, yeah. the hell at yeah. surgery, and they yeah. accidentally they accidentally make her blind. Now she lives in this wonderful house in Hollywood, and she she's was a blind. famous
2: actress, but now she's And now blind. she
3: has to deal with being blind. Well, a crazy fan moves into her house, and she doesn't know he's there because she's blind. And he
2: lives in the basement, and, and
3: he lives in the basement, and he stalks her in the shower. I mean, it's a wonderful script. Joan,
2: a love story, a horror Joe, love yeah, story. Joe
3: Nitter wrote it. Joe Nitter is a fabulous writer. Sarah French. I tell the story all the time. I'm driving in with Jimmy. I said Sarah French is going to star in a movie. She's just tits and ass. Every movie she's in, it's tits and ass. How is Sarah French going to hold a whole movie? Ten minutes into the movie, I turned to Jimmy and I said, "She is brilliant. She is the best actress. Most actresses would have played the shocking scenes by screaming and you know how they do that scream shit and they all act like idiots, like snakes, you know, twirling." Sarah took it in. Sarah made you feel her fright without moving. She did a piece of acting in that film that's wonderful. And that's when I told Sarah, when I saw her, I said, I always thought you were just toots and ass. God, darling, you're a wonderful actress. And now she's in everything. Now I she's mean, gonna... Sarah just didn't get
4: the chance to show anything <laughs> about her. Right. Wait, she's in, my, she,
3: she's in my movie, the one that you, you're going to be and She plays my uh, sister-in-law. And it's a big part for Sarah. Sarah's a wonderful actress. You'll meet her, by the way, at this affair we're going to. She's a darling girl, beautiful, gorgeous girl, uh, sweet as hell. So there are a lot of people out there who have great talent and not getting the breaks because Hollywood is all about name. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they won't like Jimmy has so many scripts and they say, "What's the name? What's the name? Who gives a shit about the name?"
2: Nobody ever asks what's the script. Well, what's the who's actor attached?
3: <laughs> Yeah.
4: Attached. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I always say this. I, I, I always say this because I feel like uh, Danae wanted a name attached for Evelyn Williams, and I, and I said to Danae, "Oh, but I'm a name. They just don't know
3: yet." You know right. what I
4: mean? It's like we all have to have the chance to be the Ro- name,
3: Robin. So- Robin, you're in my book. The name. Okay. <laughs> Thank I you. Mean,
4: you really. I
3: mean, really. And I, I said, Thank I you. said, to, no. I, I told danae in private, of course, because he wanted me to critique his movie, and I was savage about it because there's a lot of it I didn't care about. There were things mm-hmm. I would have corrected or changed.
4: And just so everyone knows, it is actually the first screening that that was.
3: Yeah, um, I saw that also.
4: Critiquing, yeah.
3: It, yeah, that was sloppy. I want to see the yeah. finished print. But anyway, yeah, I, I said to him, I said, the only thing that saves your movie from not being great is Robin. And he said, you know, I didn't want her. He said, when I saw her headshot, I said, she's too young. She can't play Maybelline. And then when I met her, I told her, I said, you know, you're too young looking. You can't play, right? Am I Tell that story. Oh,
4: yeah. He was actually quite brutal. He was, he <laughs> was, quite, he was quite brutal. And, and I think I had, like... I was. It was like I think I was just about to go on and do my first scene, so I was kind of like, "Okay, well, um, can't change that now." Kind of, you know, feeling. But he was. He was just like, uh, "You're too young. You're too pretty. Your nose is t- too nice." Evelyn didn't have a nose like that. At which they they changed with makeup, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and yes. they kind of did some layering and made the jowls larger and things like that um but he was he was he was kind of set in his way and and it was oh. it was harsh it was harsh but you know i i, I just kind of went I, i'm gonna i'm not gonna say anything about this i'm just going to show him he's wrong because i knew i could do evelyn
3: yeah but oh, it some, was very some, some very time, impressive sometimes, sometimes sometimes danae when he's under stress can be bitchy and if he ever gets bitchy to me, I say, oh, go fuck yourself. And <laughs> I, Listen, I will be honest he, with you, I,
4: though. It's his story. It's his life. Yeah. And, you know, if he has never met me, I don't even know if he saw any of my previous work. So uh, I allowed him to have his feeling because they're, they're valid. But it was my job as an actor to prove him wrong.
3: And you
2: did. You
4: absolutely well,
3: did. I'll be you very, I'll be very honest with you. If I were looking through headshots for the girl to play Lucia, you would not have been it. No way. You're too young. You're too pretty. You're too... No, you're too waspy looking. No, no, no. Lu, Lucia. Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many
2: dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B A D. L A N D S F O O D dot com forward slash Jimmy and Ron.
3: Is an Italian girl whose mother was Jewish, whose father's Italian. So Lucia, but he now. changes his I, mind based on know, the fact that he's. No, saw but you. when I saw your acting, I said she could be Lucia in a minute. Because and the And
4: listen, Lucia, I've got like the hips, I've got everything. You don't know I've got the hips, <laughs> the no, no. I've got like, the cheek lines. My father is Maltese. He comes from an island, little island opposite uh, Sicily.
3: Right. Yeah. But, no, so but seriously. It's
4: in my you blood, ne- baby.
3: <laughs> Robin, you need exposure. If you have great big exposure, you will go places in the business. No, you're, you're what is called a, a gem that's not been polished yet uh no not discovered not powerless. not not She's discovered powerless. An un- that's that, thank you for the correction jimmy an undiscovered gem is what you are uh you need a cup co- my movie by the way is a feature film it will go to theaters it's not going to be an h uh, what is it netflix or what yeah, is that streaming. horrible thing no where they streaming. When, streaming. It when it goes to that awful box that you buy in the supermarket no oh, red box red box might eventually go there No, it's a real film. It's it's a you know high budget film.
4: Do people still do red box these days?
2: I don't know if they. I don't know. I I see them in the grocery store, but I've never Mm -hmm. done it ever, so I don't know. Like.
4: Yeah, I, would, I don't think the, they
2: do. So I have a question because we have like yeah. 10 minutes left. So mm-hmm. uh, as an actress, I always like mm-hmm. to a- ask this, and I think you're going to be unusual answers. It'll be fun cool, let's see. To see what you say. So so as an actress, number one, bucket list, male and female actor that you, if you could act with anybody ever, who would you like? They can be living or dead. Who would you like to act with? And then if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in?
4: I'll answer that first. Gone with the Wind. Oh,
2: there we go. That's a good one.
4: Yeah. along with the wind. Scarlet O'Hara. I think I will play a fucking awesome Scarlet. <laughs> um, <laughs> then, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Oscar. Um, he played in that two-hand uh, show with Jessica Chastain. Oscar, what's his name? Hang on. Oh. Jessica
2: Chet, What's the show?
4: Oscar, just, uh,
2: just let me
4: let me name. see. I'm so sorry.
3: Oh, uh, no, that's okay. Sorry. Oh, I do it all the time. It's, it's a TV um, show or a movie. Oscar,
4: it's a TV show. Like it was like the window, of, uh, the window of uh, marriage or something like that. And Oscar, yeah, let's see. Oscar, um, Oscar Isaac. Oh. Yes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, he is just so brilliant and um, honest. And uh, I watched an interview with them and he was, I, he was so committed to the craft and I kind of miss those conversations and like the commitment of the craft so much. And he was so committed to, it and I was like, oh, I'd like to work with him That That would be a great process.
2: And actually, nobody's ever picked him before, but I don't think anybody's ever picked Gone with the Wind either, have they? No. Okay, so what about a female actress that you would like to work with?
4: Oh, let me think. I mean, I wouldn't want to work with someone like Meryl Streets because she would scare me. Everybody just, always M- Meryl, Meryl, Street.
3: Meryl, Streep, Meryl Streep I don't think is that creative an actress but anyway I,
4: I, lo- I like her because she's so honest and present like there's something beautiful about that and being able to kind of bounce off like that shoot that would be just um, amazing um, by the way hmm. you shouldn't.
2: you should never like ever be intimidated by anybody because you can like act everybody under the table
4: Oh, like, thank seriously. You. So, so don't ever
2: be intimidated. Don't let other people. He, he's not intimidated by any, oh, I anybody. I
4: would rise to the occasion, but I think I would have great anxiety. You know, a couple
3: Rob, Robin, oh, and... Robin, Robin. Yes. <laughs> my first movie, 1959. I'm 19 years old and I play a soldier and I had the balls to hang out with Tab Hunter and Sophia Loren. I was never intimidated, and I was in their scenes. I was in three of their scenes. So I was never, ever intimidated from that day on because after meeting Sophia Loren, when she was at her peak of her career, was probably where most people trembled, and I didn't. I went over and sat next to her spoke Italian, and she said, oh, speak English because your Italian is as bad as my English. And we became buddies. So I find that, you know, I hear stories about certain stars they tell do not speak to me when i'm working do yeah, not look no. do not look at me when i'm working and i say to myself you know what go fuck yourself i yeah, mean, who the hell no, do you think no. you are who do you who do you think how you do you are?
4: even create a authentic bond with them if you, if
3: you a rapport them. yeah, yeah. It
4: just makes well, sense. so okay to answer your question and it's not i think they're great actresses it's but it's there's a there's more of a reason behind it. So I, when I think of who would I like to act with, it's somebody like um, Nicole Kidman or Naomi Watts. And honestly, it's because they're also Australian, and I've always admired um, how they got somewhere, like that that right. they how they worked and what they have done, and I. I would love to act with them and then have this conversation. It's like, how did you do that? And what were you thinking? And so that's kind of who um, I would say. So they're, the they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're,
2: they're both brilliant. They're both brilliant actresses.
3: You chose well, you chose well.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Well,
3: I find that a lot of the people that are not from our country are different kinds of actors. I think the Americans tend to um, all want to be cutesy and sweetie pie and they're afraid to take a chance. They're afraid to go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. That's why Meryl Streep is so famous because she does go out on a limb. Yeah. Meryl Streep is like Betty Davis. She doesn't care what she looks like or uh, whatever the role is. She plays it. Whereas uh, Jennifer Anderson, who I really like her work, but she's always oh, Jennifer Lawrence. No Jennifer. Oh, I love Je- oh, Jennifer okay. Lawrence. I Jennifer. I love oh, Jennifer she's a Lawrence she's a, you're 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 another one. You're another one like her. Oh, huh? oh, you're geez. a Jennifer Lawrence.
4: Fabulous. I love her. I, I love her. Nev- Do you know why I think the Australian actresses or actors are different, honestly? It's because so many of us, especially the generation X, were we we had to come over to America, you had to really want it. Like, first of all, that's a 14-hour plane ride, and your dollar is double, you know, so we lose half of ours coming over. But you have to really want to be an actor and you have to be incredibly committed to travel all that way and to go through everything in order to get here. That's that's the truth. So you you've already deciphered, like filtered all the ones that don't really have that passion they don't I, come over. i
3: i i agree with you i have interviewed oh god like we estimated maybe 4000 different people in our business and i have found the ones that are successful who really are successful were hungry mm-hmm. they wanted it more than life itself
0: mm-hmm. they
3: lived every moment for it they dreamed only about it and they became yeah. But if you are in it, that's like true. a lot of the, but no, I know a lot of jerks. Oh, I want to be an actress. I want to sign autographs. I want to be famous. I want all the guys to think I'm cute, the girls. And the guys, oh, I want all the chicks to dig me. I want to be a famous guy. <laughs> and that's get the fuck out of my business if that's what you want to do. Go be a hooker. You know, I tell the girls, stand on the stand on a corner. You got plenty of guys that want you for, for money for 50 bucks. But don't don't go into my business. Don't go into my business with the idea that, oh, you want to sign an autograph. You know something? People have asked me for an autograph. I get embarrassed. I feel stupid signing it, and I tell them that. I say, I usually don't do this, but I will, but I, I think it's stupid. And they say, oh, no, it's not. No, they, that that chubby girl, remember at that place yeah, where she oh, wanted yeah. me to sign the poster? And I sort of said, I don't think so. And she said, oh, please, please. I said, what for? She said, but this way I could tell people I know you. I said, but I'm nobody, what do you wanna know me for? You know, so I find it stupid being We're famous. We're all
4: somebody, Ron. We're all somebody. Yeah, I know, but I and don't. nobody ev- at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I,
3: I, I'm not in the business to be known because I know so many celebrities, big stars who are known and say to me, Ron, I wish I wasn't known. You know what a thrill it would be to walk into a department store and not be mobbed or go to a restaurant mm-hmm. while I'm eating, not have people watching me eat.
4: Uh, it's not, That's you know. why I love character acting, right? You play roles that really just do not mm-hmm. look like you or, you know, I love the idea of being my, my goal universe and to Ron and Jimmy right now, my goal is to become um, a constantly working character actor.
3: Actor. Absolutely. We're, this is that's, our business. I
4: don't care. Like, That's if I can play for a living, I would love that.
2: I think so. I think it's fantastic. I'm
3: happiest when I'm working, not when I'm not working. I mean, I I, look and I hung out with Jane Russell, the movie star legend, my buddy, my friend. And we used to go all over together and people would constantly recognize her and come up to her and used to annoy her because she really didn't like it either. She was an actress, not a star in her mind. And she would say to me, why do people want to spend so much money for my autograph at these conventions that she used to be booked into? I said, because they love you and they feel that autograph is something special. I don't know. Never could figure it out.
4: I don't, I don't, I don't know really what's in an autograph, but I think it's just people feel like they have a, like a, you know, it's like a a stamp on their consciousness. Of when they met somebody that they liked, and they get to have a little, you know, a little signature that says, yes, that did happen. It's a reminder.
3: Yeah, but a lot of this, the stars that I knew, and I knew Tony Curtis for one, um, he he just loved the business. He really didn't like, he was so against all the hullabaloo. You know who Tony Curtis was, of course. Oh,
4: of course.
3: Yeah. He does. Yeah, and Tony said to me many a time, you know, I wish people would leave me alone. You know, I, I, I go to a factory to go to work. You know, it's not what people think it is. I said, Tony, you're not going to ever change the mind it's of the not, people who love it you.
4: It is not what people think it is. That no, is it's true. It's really long hours. You have to love what you do.
3: 14 you know, hours. Super without long asking.
4: hours. You don't know when you're going to get your next job. I mean, it's.
3: That's right. We, we so, shot we, we shot it we shot a film in the winter and we couldn't put the heat on in the studio because the noise of the heat would go in the soundtrack. So we had to, and mm-hmm. it was rain. It was California, Rotten Day, raining, cold, awful. We were in coats sitting around shivering, waiting to do our lines. And then we take our clothes off because it was summer and then we'd have to. Oh, it was awful. And that was a long... Yeah, that's
4: the same with what happened in the last movie too. We put a lot of... um, We had like these heating things that we put in our socks to keep us warm because there was this... Massive manner, and the same thing would happen. It was freezing. I was thinking, "Oh gosh, this is anything but glamorous," and I loved it. Except
3: no, I, I mean, we, of of we we at the next shoot, the next scenes were shot in a bar, and I said, "Oh, thank God, we're going to a bar. We won't be freezing our asses off." But the bar was an old bar with a bad air conditioning <laughs> system that made a rumble, and they said, "We have not air, heating system. That we have to cut the heating system off." And there we were in this bar, freezing to death. So that I'll never forget that shoot. Uh, it was a hard-working one. 14 hours of freezing to death.
2: So everybody, listen, because we've got to go because we're going to have another guest. So, you Robin. guys, this is Robin Cruz. Uh, her website is robincruz.com, but she spells it different, R-O-B-Y-N-C-R-U-Z.com. Hey. I know. Uh, yeah, I yes. didn't put my glasses so on.
4: Different.
2: There you go. So, that's Robin Cruz.
4: How I was, that was my birth name. I didn't change it. That's how it is. <laughs>
2: oh, I love it. So, you can follow her on Instagram at Robin Cruz. When the Maybelline come prince is actually available for the world to see, we'll let everybody know and we'll probably bring the cast on. So, it'll be a lot of fun. We want to thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations on everything. And I hope to. Have- uh, I'll see about getting you into the uh, party that we got invited to, oh, and uh, I'd love to get you involved in
3: some projects no, that we're working I'm on. No problem getting you in, Marcel. I, I Marcel's my best. It. He's my best and dearest friend. He's not going to say no to me.
4: Listen, I appreciate it so much. I've really had a lot of fun. You, listen, I knew I was going to have a blast, and you have made it so. <laughs> um, I appreciate you, and I just want to say thank you so much for championing me, because... Well, uh, it really, thank you so much. I really very much appreciate
3: it. You're very special, and that's why we, we had you on the show. Thank you. Period. Easy, one, two, three. No big deal. You're great. We love you. Thank you. And I'm thank sure I, we know you, 5 million people watch our show. You know that.
4: I did not know that. That's yeah, we go,
3: we're all over the world. We're the number one. Yeah, we just broke a billion downloads. A billion downloads. We're the number one Apart show in the world. So the exposure you're getting right now is tremendous exposure because we have a lot of VIP people that tune in every now and then to see what's going on. And let's hope that the VIPs tuned in today. There we go. Thank you, Robin. We'll Take see you there, soon. Bye. We'll see you Take next care. week. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. All right, everybody. Now uh, we're going to. I wasn't bullshitting about her. She's quite an actress and a lovely girl. She's going to be somebody big. She's on her way. So we're going to take a
2: a two-minute music break. We're going to play Young Zuck Get Right. And when we come back, we'll have our next guest, Jacqueline Murphy. So, uh, Juan, if you can find that for me, Young Zuck Get Right. Let's play it for everybody. And we'll be right back.
1: I know no lies. Cause I was turning up the notch, Trying to get right, get right, You got my cash right. Skirt through the red lights. Cause it's a party, notice is not a out of sight. They out of mind no wasting time. and no more selling lies. Cause I was turning up the notch, Trying to get right, we get right. My cash right. Skirt through the red lights. Cause it's a party, notice is not a out of sight. They out of mind no wasting time. No more What's telling happening? lies telling Cause lies. I was turning up the notch Trying to get right, we get right We see right. a dream, we're catching long flights Woke up in Ibiza, with no visa Now we care about, it. we chillin' Costa Rica With some sneakers, these aren't enforced ones Like, hi, nice to meet you She a vegan, but she take this meat She sucking and she eat it like Just to hold on, Tiger was the home one Touchdown, hit a home run Chopper, shoot the whole gun Yeah, home run, more fun Show some roll one, home run Fun, show some Shutting off that beam, Margella jeans Pass that green Took a hit and I can breathe Shutting off that beam, Margella jeans Pass that green Take a hit and I can breathe And I can breathe you got my cash right Skirt through them red lights Cause it's a party No distractions Now they out of sight They out of mind No wasting time And no more telling lies Cause I was turning up the notch Trying to get right We get right My cash right through them red lights, cause it's a party, no distractions, now they out of sight, they out of mind, no wasting time, and no more telling lies? telling lies, cause I was turning up the notch, trying to get right, we get right, get right, get right, I was turning up the notch, trying to get right, get right, I was turning up the notch,
2: right now we're going to bring on our next guest uh her name is Jacqueline Murphy and uh hopefully that's how we do it let's see if we can hear hello hello
0: hey Ron Jimmy so nice to be here how are you today
2: we're terrific. Yay. All right. So I'm gonna do my, my... I'm not
3: allowed to speak until he introduces me. Gets violent if I do.
2: That's okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna actually like do an intro now and then we'll introduce you. All right, everybody. Now we wanna welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, award winning actress, director, and filmmaker Jacqueline Murphy. Hello and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you
0: so much. I'm thrilled to be here.
2: It'll uh, be a lot of fun. You already know my cool, outrageous man about town co host Ron Russell.
0: Absolutely, no yes, one more fun do. than Ron,
3: <laughs> and, no, and nobody more knowledgeable about my era than you. Of which oh. we'll get in, we'll get into soon.
2: Then we also have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room.
0: Oh, hi everybody
2: in the chat room. <laughs> I think Actually, a
0: lot of my friends and family. some of your
2: friends are starting in. There's us, Kim Cameron is in there. Stacy, Kim oh, and Stacy, my, oh, my Stacey.
0: niece Stacy. Hello, Teresa. Yeah, so um,
2: they're all jumping in.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! I'm so happy everybody's here. They've been a huge support with my film, The Admired, and uh, which we're gonna going to talk about. So, so, you
2: guys, we met, we met, uh, we met Jacqueline actually at a Sue Wong party. Uh, I don't know which Sue Wong party it was, but it was some party that we had not too long ago, yeah, and you we were have, going think, back to think, New York. I
3: think it was Sue's birthday
2: party. And uh, Sue's and,
3: birthday. Okay. Yes. And
2: and Jacqueline had a lot in common with Ron um,
3: absolutely because they love they're both,
2: her <laughs> and and one of the reasons why so Jacqueline has a TV series uh it, it is a, it's a series right that's what it's set now, it said on IMDb it started
0: out as a film and we won 50 awards on the circuit and uh now we made it into a TV series and a web series
2: the web that's right okay web series so yeah. you
0: guys it's called The
2: Admired the website is theadmired.com um It got 12 Best Short Film Awards, seven awards for Best Actress, uh, four awards for Best Original Screenplay, uh, two awards for Best New TV Series or Web Series, two awards for directing. And let me just um, say that Jacqueline starred, created, produced, directed, and co-wrote it. And it's an imaginative actress dreams of being a 1940s Hollywood movie star. That's how you know Ron loves it. Uh, Her drive is her greatest asset and her worst enemy. And so now I'm going to let you guys talk about it a little bit.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for that. That's quite an intro.
3: <laughs> you know, I work a room. Everybody works a room when you go to a party. And some people are so fucking boring. I just say, hello, how are you? And I say, what do you do for a living? That's wonderful. And I walk on. Then I see this hot looking blonde and I walked over to her and I said, listen, so what are you all about? Well, two minutes after what she told me, I was madly in love with her. She knows about everything about Hollywood like I do. And we just sat there comparing notes and talking about stars. And I was in my glory, as they say. And now I'm going to let her tell you what she knows and what she does. Because you've already heard all my bullshit. Listen to her.
0: Well... First of all, Ron, you're an inspiration. I mean, you I enjoyed hearing stories about your working with Rock Hudson and Jane Russell. And we clicked right away, you, Jimmy, and I. And um, I've always had a fascination with old Hollywood and movie stars like Veronica Lake and Rita Hayworth. And coincidentally, I was at an event on Monday. And who was there but the Princess Yasmin Aga Khan. Rita's daughter. So she may be watching today, uh, but she asked oh, me- for wonderful. The... Yeah, if she, so- If she's
3: watching- Say hello. <laughs> I wanna say to her, your mom lived across the street from me. I lived on Spalding Drive and your mother lived in Penthouse Four, Four F I think, or four something. And Rita was out on the sidewalk one day walking with, uh, I guess her nurse or whatever. Rita was quite old. I saw this beautiful woman with red, red hair in a mink coat and boots walking down Spalding Drive. And I walked up to her and I said, hello, Rita Hayworth. And how are you? And she looked at me. She said, I'm fine. But do I know you? I said, no, but I know who you are. (laughs) And she smiled. The minute she smiled, she was young and beautiful. That Rita Hayworth smile. Nobody had a smile like her. And we chatted for a little while, and I then, you know, we had to go on our merry way. But to me, it was a thrill of my life to meet Rita Hayworth, who lived across the street from me in Beverly Hills.
0: That's amazing. I actually met uh, Yazzie uh, at a charity for Alzheimer's because she brought a lot of light and attention um, before anyone really had a charity for it, uh, for this disease that really affects so many people and friends and family. So um, I applaud her for that. And I give a big shout out. Um, And um, so she continues to work with that. Um, but regarding her mother, the mo- her mother was such an inspiration. I remember auditioning for um, a musical theater class and singing "Old Devil Moon," and in Gilda, Rita Hayworth throws her beautiful red hair back, and it was like pizzazz and star ston- I, I
3: didn't have to interrupt you. She wore a wick. and she- when. Yes, sir. Rita had a wonderful head of hair of her own, but it didn't fall the way they wanted it to when she did that number. So they made her wear a wig. She wasn't happy about it. But when she saw the finished result, she said, OK, if you notice, the big chunk of hair comes forward over her eye. Her own yeah. hair her own hair wasn't doing that. So in Gilda, Rita Hareworth wore a wig in the um, Put the Blame on MAME number.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, also, also, that's another song that I sang was put the blame on Maine." Yeah. yeah you know, Just don't put the blame on me. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So those, you know, I used to watch um, the old movies with my mom and my sister, Kim and Lynn and Cindy, and we would always swoon over the Hollywood actors. And, um, and I just have always been so infatuated. So I thought, well, You know, here I am in LA, I've been living there for 11 years now, and it was always my dream to get out there and to be a big movie star like Veronica Lake or Rita Hayworth in the movies. And um, I decided to make a wish, uh, a film, a fantasy about what would happen if you could time travel back to the 1940s as a big movie star. And that's where the idea for The Admired came into play. It's like a life. great
3: idea. Now, you mentioned Veronica Lake. I, I found out when I was, I don't know how, maybe 30 years ago or whatever, that Veronica Lake was a bartender or barmaid at the Hotel Washington down in New York City. That's so, true. so a bunch of friends of mine and I, we went down, and there was this tiny little girl, no longer the beautiful long hair. Her hair was cut very short and permanent waved, and it was Veronica Lake. So... What?
0: Something we, to say
3: there, yeah. Well, we ordered our drinks, and, of course, they, my friends were saying, you're not going to talk to her? I said, of course I'm going to talk to her. Why wouldn't I want to talk to her? She's Veronica Lake. So when she came my way, I said, Veronica, she said, they all think I know them. She said, yes, do I know you? I said, no, you don't know me. And again, I said, but I know you from the screen. And I want to tell you that you really knocked Hollywood on its ass. And she said, yeah, but too bad Hollywood, you know, didn't – whatever for me in other words she was disappointed in how Hollywood treated her and then she looked at me she said look where I wound up I said listen not so bad you're alive and she said that's right you got a point point." and then of course a customer came and she walked away
0: mm-hmm.
3: so I what I picked up from her was a lady that was very disappointed and um unhappy with her career
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, as well, as,
3: mo, as mo, you know, if you want to use that in your script and it, down the road, if you ever do a down the road piece, that's a true story.
0: Yeah, no, actually, there was a play written about Veronica Lake by um, an Australian New Zealand playwright, and I got my hands on it and I read it, and it taught she it was a one-woman show. And uh, she talks about how they wouldn't allow her to sing. They had to dub her voice. The studio, the movie studio, had a lot to say with how an actress was seen, as you mentioned, with Rita Hayworth. So I do use a lot of that, and especially in the um, TV episodes going forward. Um And the studio system was so different back in the 40s than it is now. I mean, they had Judy Garland on a chicken soup diet because she was too heavy. And um, there were so many things that were done. And part of the admired, Ron and Jimmy, is really about empowering people to go for their dreams and make it happen. And um, to believe in yourself and to do as much as you can to you know, see it come to fruition. Um, so, yeah, so, and, and that's why, like, I'm getting on board with other filmmakers who I've met, like Carlos Mourinho Jr. Uh, he has a web series that he's doing called uh, Pepitos Mamadas, and it's a comic uh, show based on Pepitos, which is Latin jokes that he grew up with. And um, he is going to be doing five more episodes. But one episode stars Mario Conchetta Alonso as his grandmother. And I'll be also in one of the episodes. So i like to inspire my nieces, Christy and Stacy, and my nephews, uh, you know, Johnny and Edward and Christian to go for as much as they can. And the young people today, because I don't think it's as easy. Um, as it was, I used to be able to walk into agents in New York City and hand my headshots in and I yeah, started- can't do
3: that anymore. <laughs> no, wait, you're, you're missing the real reason. Back in my day, maybe we had, let's say, a thousand people who wanted to be in the business. Yeah. Today, let's say we have 10 million yeah, yeah, there's actually 10 every, million every,
2: IMDb numbers. Yeah,
3: everybody everybody, and their mother wants to be an actor today, to be famous, to sign autographs, to be known. Right. Not right. the art. Not the art. Jane Russell, I wish you would put her in your series because she's a wonderful actress uh, and story person. You could really write a good oh, stories.
0: Oh, okay. I,
3: I could fill you in on Jane, give you good insight. Oh,
0: you in the series, Ron.
3: Oh, well, okay. But no, but Jane Russell, I could tell you inside stuff that was uh, true, that, hap- that happened to her in Hollywood, uh, stories that never made the press. These are private little stories that she fed me, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, she just felt that Howard Hughes was a user, and he would use her to the nines, and he wasn't a very nice person to would be working with. And no, she never slept with Howard Hughes. She was very emphatic about that. She said, I never slept with Howard, never. But a lot of people had to to get in movies, and that's what it was like back in that day.
2: You're right, though. Nowadays, they can't walk in with a headshot, just walking no. off the street with a headshot. How can
3: you? Because they're afraid. people are afraid you're going to walk in and shoot them with
2: headshot. <laughs> I want to, like, ask a question for you, though, real quick. So, first of all, if if people go to com, can they see the whole series?
0: Yes, they can. Okay, yes. so
2: you guys could actually watch it. How many episodes are there? I think there was six or eight
0: Uh, Yes, there are six. What I did was I took the film, and I made it into uh, six web web series. So I'm a member of the Television Academy. And I wanted to be able to submit it for for your consideration Emmy nomination, because they have a category uh, for short form drama. And um, I mean, we were up against The Walking Dead and all these other things, but it was just so exciting to see how you could take something you put your blood, sweat and tears into and keep it growing and keep it happening. So I tell Carlos and other filmmakers that I know, you know, look for opportunities like that where you can just make it happen, you know, on your own. Well,
3: so, hold, I'm hold sure. On, let me finish. Uh, oh, go ahead.
2: Cuz uh cuz uh, I got I want everybody uh, to actually get that. So you guys the website is theadmired.com, dot com. and if you follow on Twitter, you can follow Jacqueline Actor, it's j a c q u e l i n e actor and the Instagram is Jacqueline Murphy with the number 13 after it. You can see a lot of the things that she's talking about and doing cuz she puts a lot of it up on her social media feeds. Um, And then I had something else, but go ahead.
3: Jacqueline, I'm sure you're aware of this fact. There are more senior citizens alive today than in all of the history of humanity. Okay. And it's about time that somebody like Jacqueline or myself or the people like me bring old Hollywood back because it's so loved and enjoyed by people in nursing homes, private homes, uh, just the old people, you know, we're, we're so left out. All this young junk with the kickboxing and the shooting and the note storyline, it's junk garbage. We old people are not interested. Old. We wonderful people are not interested in that. I'm watching your series tonight. We will binge on it. Uh, haven't seen it yet as completed now. Um, I'm going to be in my glory because it's bringing me back to a day when Hollywood was Hollywood. Hollywood today is no longer Hollywood. Hollywood is a political platform. So, every, every movie that's being shot today is politically correct. So
2: wait, And well, it just stinks. What we're going to do real quick. So, Juan, get the trailer ready. I took the one-minute trailer off of YouTube. They're going to play it.
0: How nice. Thank you. Um
2: so they're gonna play it for everybody. If they don't throw it so, off to you. So yeah. I don't think they will. So you um you announce it and after you announce it, just hang on and, and uh, Juan's gonna play it for us.
0: Okay. Do you want me to say the Admire trailer one minute? <laughs> I'm Jacqueline Murphy and here's my
2: web series, the admire. Here's the trailer for my web series, whatever oh. you want. Be creative.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> give, me a, give me a go. <laughs> go. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining in the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Jimmy. And I'm delighted to be here. I'm Jacqueline Murphy, and we're going to be showing a trailer of my show, The Admired, a one-minute trailer. And you could check out my award-winning film at theadmired.com. And let me know what you think. I'm on Instagram, JacquelineMurphy13, and Twitter, JacquelineActor.
2: Perfect. Go sure. take it away, Ron. I mean, Juan, take it away, Juan. <laughs>
0: They keep saying, I'm right for the part, and someone else gets it. Can't you think about something other than your work? This is my
3: dream. I apologize for the interruption. And who are you? Mr. Z.
0: I want to be a glamorous Hollywood movie star. Everything has a price.
3: This is the ticket to your future. Once you do this, there will be no turning back. Agreed?
0: Agreed. Tonight, we have a very special guest, the award-winning actress, Miss Olivia Spencer. Oh, I've
3: been looking all over
0: for you.
1: Right, please
3: when
1: you're admired Olivia,
0: I love your work they I'm your biggest fan your
1: heart, you never need
0: to Sam, why don't you sit down for a minute Anything for the head of the studio We just offered the role to Starlet And I can't wait for you to play my mother Someone's in love with you
4: Your husband's career has been doing poorly When are we gonna be together?
0: I want my life back With you
3: You're going to play my mother. <laughs> that was awesome. I will hey. be in my glory tonight when I watch this. I will be oh, in seventh heaven. Oh, I, lo- I love well. anything. No, I love that period because it was elegant and people dressed beautiful. They behaved beautifully. And when you went to the uh, El Morocco or if you went to any of the, the, the beautiful nightclubs we had, you dressed and the room was just filled with beauty and, and elegance not today today everything's like a subway yeah
0: yeah
2: congratulations we look forward to seeing it too and so does
3: the chat room oh i can't wait i we, we have dinner you know we have a media room and jimmy and i bring our dinner into the media room and we watch our friends on tv we have, this, we have this enormous screen if you see it behind us we
0: need and- the big screens right we need oh. the big screens
3: we don't go
2: to the movie theater anymore, so we've got it in our living in our, in well,
3: our it, room. Well, because lots of like, I will sometimes stop a film. Like, if you say something I'm enjoying, I'll stop it and go back and listen to it again to appreciate what you did with that line. Because I'm in the business; I'm not I'm not audience; I'm actor.
1: Okay. So, yeah.
3: so don't you do the same thing when you, a friend of yours is working and they do a line or two that really works? Y- you want to hear it again. It's like you learn from it. Um, I can't wait to. to I'm serious, folks. Everybody knows that they don't bullshit. So I'm going gonna, gonna to have. A, I, what am I going to make for dinner tonight?
2: I don't know, but I want to brag for her a little bit, too, you guys. So I'm going to so, make a
3: pasta. So Jacqueline's been doing all kinds of cool
2: things, you guys. Um, so She was a cheerleader in a Geico commercial. She's been on Law and Order, Criminal Intent, Law and Order, All My Children, the Arthur remake, Cop Out run all night with Liam Neeson she's also a host you guys a red carpet host Um, she's interviewed it's funny John Voight Harry Hamlin Cheryl Lee Ralph she does for entertainment today Tommy Toon Harold Prince Um, so she's she's well versed in everything besides being also a director and a writer and um, and so congratulations on everything I hope the admired so what is the the goal with the admired from here is there going to be like a a next evolvement of it
0: yeah, I'd like to uh, pitch it to the streamers like Netflix and Amazon and have it be on a, you know, one of, one of the streamers and have people really love it and want more episodes of it. And I'm also writing a feature film um, for it as well, uh, because as Ron mentioned, there is a love of old Hollywood. And um, so That's I just true. want to keep those memories fresh. And let um, me know COVID, when you do the I feature actually, film.
2: I was gonna say let me know when oh, you oh yeah finish.
1: yeah the,
3: the gotcha. I'm working film. on it now okay. I, I was at a Someone's... party I was at a party 40, 50, 700 years ago and um Bob was there Robert uh Osborne of course his show was new it was I don't think it was what I forgot even what it was called and he was kind of hesitant about it and I said to him I said oh I Osborne. love the I, I robert osborne yeah i uh, did i not say the reality tv show yeah no, no uh
0: turner, classic, yeah. turner movies.
3: classic Turner classic
2: turner classic movies robert osborne yeah but not i don't think it, i don't think it was
3: i don't think it was called turner classic i'm going oh, back TV. when it first started yes. and robert osborne was a yes. handsome gorgeous handsome young man and i said to him it's going to be a smash hit because the 40s is probably the most exciting time in the film business and the most beautiful time with the most gorgeous women, Lana Turner, Rita Hayworth, Hedy Lamar. I mean, come on, you can't beat those people. And he said, well, we'll see. Well, yeah. look where Turner Classic is today. It's changed. It's not about old Hollywood anymore. It's just about all of Hollywood. So there are times I watch it and times I don't. If it's a, if it's a time when I remember, I will watch it. And I feel that you're doing the same thing as Bob Osborne and I do with my stuff. Uh, We all are working in unison about old Hollywood. It's a time when, Mm -hmm. look at that that horrible movie they had on TV, Hollywood, which was a lie. Everybody they portrayed, portrayed, oh, every- He hated that Netflix series, Hollywood about- Rock, (laughs) Rock Hudson, Jesus Christ, Rock Hudson wouldn't come out if you killed him. You could put a gun to his, I mean, Rock Hudson, I could see him making it, out with a guy and he'd say you're delusional and never did it and yet they have here that he went to the well, Oscars with a black lover and said he was gay that is such bullshit what, because they're dead they can't defend themselves why are you doing this why are you def- making these people out to be what they're not I mean I despise that sort of trash but it got a big review and it made a lot of money so if you keep yeah. yours well, I guess keep-
4: they
3: have to- Wait, let me just finish because I'm getting violent keep keep <laughs> yeah. yours keep yours keep yours honest <laughs> keep yours honest yeah. P- please do not make up stories embellish. about these stars no not embellish don't make up stories about these stars if you want inside dirt call me up tell me who the star is and i'll tell you who they were and what they were all about i know all the gossip i know who was banging who, sure. who was gay who was a dyke who was a, a druggie i know everybody I mean, I hate well, when I, they put, put, portray these stars as trash. They weren't. They were legends. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel the same way, Ron. They are legends. And if I were going to do something to make a storyline juicier, I would make a fictitious character. Um, thank thank you. The Good. Thank space, you. I would never do that. I would never blemish you. you know anybody's memory because they were icons. And as you say, they can't speak for themselves. And no. I'd be thrilled sit down with you and hear your stories because that's inspiration um, to find out what it was really like. Um, I know I did some research on the first women directors back in Hollywood. And with The Admired, I want um, my character, Olivia Spencer, um, she gets power as she moves on and learns to navigate the dangerous world. And one of her... um, she she's she wants to bring in more women directors and more you know um, homosexual and transgender people that are hidden behind the cur- curtain. So that is part of the gist. As she becomes more powerful, she brings in people who aren't represented. And the, um, the
3: only the only cross dresser I knew about in those days was Herbert Hoover. He loved to get dressed as a girl and have sex with his lover, the man he was always with. But that doesn't pertain to Hollywood, although Herbert Hoover it does, because he had information on every actor and actress. He blackmailed them. He blackmailed uh, Harry Warner. I mean Henry. What was Warner's first name? I forgot. But anyway, Warner Brothers, the head of the Jack Warner, Jack Jack. He blackmailed all of them. So there's a lot of a lot of history and a lot of juice there. What? what patricia neal who i loved and adored uh wanted to have sex one night with my buddy richard anderson richard drove her home from a party and she invited him in and she came on to him and richard said i'm I'm unlike most hollywood i'm very happily married and he was Uh and and he told me this story in private so there's a lot of stuff that went on that was decent Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, a lot of the actors were decent. They weren't as uh, notorious as the, the press likes to make them out to be. May West, for one, never made no, it. With, she no, never way. made it. She never made it with men. May West yeah. ne- never made it with the men, and they had her out to be a woman that was banging every guy in Hollywood. Not so Blackwell, Mr. Blackwell, my buddy of all buddies, knew May better than anybody, and he said, no, if anything, May was asexual. She was frigid. She really wasn't uh, sexual at all so but she portrayed it in her character as the sexiest most uh, available woman in the world but not 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 really.
2: What what are some of your favorite movies of no, I time?
3: Her, I want to ask I want to ask a question. Who are your stars in your movie that you have portrayed?
0: Well, Tom Halleck, you mm. might know him. He was on the Young and Restless for years.
3: I know um, the name.
0: He was in Gangster Squad. Um, and he was voted the most handsome man uh, back in the day. He was one of the first hosts for Entertainment Tonight um and jeff rector he plays the studio head um he is very dynamic always making his films uh he runs the burbank film festival i really didn't use a lot of star names i have people in mind should we go forward um but i i really wanted it to be an opportunity for people that i liked their work and i knew them and i wanted to uh be with, you know, create something with them. Uh, Lynn Newton, she plays um, my best friend who's a psychic and an angel. Uh, she's been making so many different films on her own. Um, and again, like I wanted to give people, a, just people a break and just switch it up. And before I forget, I have to give Sue Wong my beautiful friend whom we met at her party a huge shout out she gave me 30 gowns to yeah. dress the actresses in um and um she won three costume designer awards so uh my a, a good friend of mine pamela morgan who is a cabaret well, I,
3: I have to i have to stop you jimmy is her pr person so tell um, Jim, so yeah jimmy's a pr guy I'm a publicist so tell so, so <laughs> jimmy get those three awards out to the press yeah i should actually oh, we didn't know that did yeah. the sue know that does sue know that
0: yeah, i gave her her trophy i mean she won an award she never
3: she never told me that bitch wait
2: oh, I yeah, I well, this her. this this came out in 2017 though we didn't even know Sue wong then. oh oh i forgive you uh,
0: sue, yeah i'll her. send you her she i she got one in nice i believe in milan um and I, I'll send you the list of everything, you know. Yeah, send me some stuff because
2: maybe we can do some press on it about her, about yeah. her, which also in, in tune, give you press for your uh, – your? Yeah, Sue your, Wong your, is
3: like my best bud. Your you web know, series. She, I call yeah. her my my new Jane Russell. I so
2: so real quick because also she 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 has a, uh, another person she's doing a project with who's in the green room. We're going to bring him on for a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. But I want to yeah, ask I, her I, real I, I quick. I
3: have to ask her the question one more time. When I watch your series, all eight of them, what movie stars will I think they are?
2: Oh, she wants to. He wants to know what movie stars are represented in the movie. Yeah,
3: like yeah. I know you can't use their names, but like you can use character characterization right.
0: right. Well, Tom was like a Humphrey Bogart okay. like, I can use the name, type of character. I was the Veronica Lake type of character. Okay. The director was the um, Jack Warner. You know, Sam Meyer. Right the character right. Meyer so just like little subtle hints that people can look for yeah. um Steve Carnahan who plays my husband he looks like a lot like Robert Redford I can't tell you people said was that Robert Redford and Bridget Brady who I wrote some of the music um the lyrics for for our songs that we sang she is a cabaret singer who has a beautiful voice and Rue Fulgara is a Grammy award-winning composer and then David Bartlett, who plays the mafia guy we shot at the Cicada Club, um, he's so multi-talented. He's um, been up for awards for his work on Tarantino films. He was just Emmy nominated for a web series he did. Um, our cinematographer, Igor Pavelosky, uh, he's like one of the top new cinematographers in L.A., and Leonid Anjanov, a Russian director. Um, I did a film with him called the Golden. um, The Golden. All right, the name is escaping me. But the Golden Key. But he was so good. When who was that? Who was that in the background? Say hi, husband.
2: Hi, husband. (laughs) Come say hi, husband.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, (laughs) Jimmy cues me my lines too. (laughs) Uh, He's shy. That's Uh, okay.
0: when I met him, uh, thirty-one years, 30, thirty-three years ago, we're married thirty years next June. Good um, you. Congratulations! Good for you. you. I was doing a play off Broadway, and I knew it we we would work because I said, "Would you videotape this?" And he said, "Yes," but he had gone to school for set and stage design and producing, and a buddy of his started the Blue Man Group, and oh, cool. he looked at me and said, "Should I invest?" And I said, "Yes." So, um, you know, we are, we're just, even today he was helping me set up my lighting and the background and I'm just so blessed and I'm blessed to have you in my life and everybody that took the time out of their day to tune in. Um, so yeah. And then I, right now I'm spending the summer writing. I don't know if you know, but I have my RN degree. When I got out of high school, my mom said, if you want to be an actress, you better have something to fall back on.
3: (laughs) A day job.
0: (laughs) So it turned out I was working at a home where the the elderly people were enjoying those movies on Turner Classic. And I think that influenced me also. Uh, But when I finished um, college, I moved into the city, got a job at New York Hospital as a registered nurse, and went to school from 9 to 1 at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and worked at the hospital 4 to 12. Thank God I was 20, because you wouldn't have energy to do that. (laughs) Long story short, I put on my first acting resume special skills registered nurse, and all my children had me in. And um, I had a, a recurring role as Nurse Thomas opposite Susan Lucci. God bless that wonderful lady. She's so
3: talented. I, I know her well. <laughs> we, li- we lived in the same town in Garden City, Long Island. We lived. Okay. In
0: yeah, That's and just- I was a Long Island girl. I grew up in Islip.
3: Oh, and- okay. So I lovely. grew up in Astoria and Garden City.
0: Uh-huh. And um, so that led to me working on so many other soap operas. But one day, casting called me up at All My Children. And I thought, oh, my God, what did I do? And they said, you are so terrific with the directors. Would you mind making a medical consultant resume up as well? I said, sure. There was this director, I think... Um, I want to say his name was Henry Markowitz, but he was a character. He'd go on set with a wand and he would put the wand onto each set like a magic blessing. But I went, I would go over to him and say, Hey, you know, I think the blood pressure cuff should be here. And this, sh-. so from that, I, it jumpstarted my career and fast forward. One of my, this is like a total fantasy, the admired, but, um, Another script that I wrote, I have the first draft. It's called Yellow Bird and the Titan, but I'm changing the name to Opioid Days. Deals with, uh, based on a personal extor- uh, experience when I was a nurse, with the opioid crisis. It just really started coming to the forefront in the 90s. And you know, so many kids, they would get surgery and get hooked on opioids, and people didn't know how strong they were. Okay. Um, and so that deals with that. Um, and then a third script I'm working on deals with Long Island, where I grew up in Islip, and there was a Speedway by my house. My sister Kim, her best friend. I know uh, that Speedway. yes. Hey, hang on one
2: second, because we've only got like three or four minutes. Three minutes. Car- bring Carlos on real quick, you, you guys. You're going to have to come back. Yeah, we'll bring. Hey, Carlos, how are you doing? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
5: Oh, it's Jacqu- so good to see you guys. I, I'm i taking lessons from you. Well,
3: but Jacqueline's going to have to come back.
5: Yeah, Jacqueline, we'll have
2: to bring you back. And uh, uh, and, and tell us what uh, Carlos froze, I think. So, Jacqueline, yep. tell us about the thing with Carlos. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh. Carlos, I think you're on
3: again. Do you want to
0: talk yep. about it?
3: Yeah, so, I have. I'll... No, he froze again. He
0: oh, okay, you're freezing. I wanted to give you your limelight. There it um, is. It's called Pepito Mamadas, and it's a web series, uh, and he does everything. He created, wrote, produced, directed, and starred in it. And he's doing a fundraising on what was the name of that? Uh, Support your story. And I had met Carlos years ago on the red carpet when I was promoting the admired and he was in Coco. He did various roles of the voice on Coco and I remember he was so excited because he went to the Vanity Fair Oscar party, looking handsome as they come. But we had um, a PR person that introduced us, and I just felt his uh, plea for support was so humble, and he backed it up with his talent, and I said, oh, my God, I have to call him and get on board. Carlos, can you talk now?
5: Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so everything she said, kudos, Yes. Uh, and so now I'm working with her on this project. She's coming in as an associate producer and also have a of- No,
3: We're, we're losing on, him. It's based Carlos, on the you, you, You're, hang you're hang freezing and on. on You're going you on keep and on. you
2: freezing. I'm sorry but I don't know why that's I'm happening. So sorry. I'm so
5: sorry. Uh, so where, so do,
2: where do people go to find out about it though, Carlos?
5: Go, go to PepitosAmerica.com or on YouTube Pepitos America spell it for everybody p-e-p-i-o
2: oh shit jacqueline yeah. spell it for everybody yeah. we're, lo- <laughs> we're, lo- we're losing
3: him
0: p-e-p-i-t-o mamados dot com, and um i'm going to post his sweet thank you on my instagram so people can find out more and i'll share it on facebook but what's Perfect. the line carlos can you tell us Yeah,
5: I hope. Uh, So Pepito's this fictitious character. He lives in America. He's actually from Mexico and his antics gets him uh, through the jungles of Los Angeles with his friends and buddies. But I'm learning a lot from old Hollywood and I want to bring some of that into into Pepito's. Well, if
3: you need any information, call me. Absolutely.
5: Yep.
2: Yeah, he's got it all. So you guys, check it out. Please follow. Uh, go to theadmired.com. Uh, Jacqueline, we'll bring you back. We're going to watch it later tonight. We want to thank you guys both for coming on the show. We want to to. We want thank your family I'm in the go- chat room. Wait, I'm oh, going. my
0: God. Thank you, everybody. I'm Love, going you. Love you.
3: I'm going to critique your series.
0: It's oh gonna my be fun. that I'm always open for improvement. No, and I
3: think I'm I think there. I'm gonna love I think I'm gonna love it. I know uh, I'm gonna love I know, I know I'm gonna love it.
2: All right, <laughs> chat room, everybody. Thank you so much. Carlos, Jacqueline, thank you so much. Everybody, thanks for tuning Take in. Care, we'll guys. see you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Love you both. Yeah,
1: we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat rumors live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show
5: with Ron Russell. Oh.